Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Any college baseball fans out there? If you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you. Graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast reshipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Firestone Destination AT2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com sports. That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Drew Brees breaks the NFL record for career passing yards Monday night in the Saints' 43 to 19 win over the Washington Redskins. Yeah, and let's let's talk a little typical talk radio sports talk first, and appreciate Brees because I would make the case he's never been in the conversation. Let's look at the quarterbacks drafted since Peyton Manning, and if you ask. Sports fans, who was has been the best quarterback during that era, you're rarely going to hear Breeze at the top of the list. In fact, Jonas, let me ask you, as, as the voice of the fans, all quarterbacks since the Manning, Peyton Manning's draft, where do you have Breeze? I got him fourth, behind Rodgers, so, Manning, and Brady. Okay. I would tend to agree. I mean, I think Big Ben is the conversation. Uh, where's he in that mix? Otherwise... I think it's a stretch for any other quarterback. Now, where's Russell Wilson in 10 years? I don't know. Uh, you know, Andrew Luck in 10 years. But as of now, I think it's fair to say that Breeze is number four. Now, he didn't play for two years, his first two years in the league. So imagine the idea that you don't play for two years and you're the have the most yards in the history of the NFL. Some people might say he's the best. Now, obviously playoffs matter when it comes to quarterbacks. Also, I think we got to keep in mind the era. As in, and this is a fact that our producer Lauren came up with, and I think it really speaks broadly and and strongly. Fran Tarkenton retired as the all-time passing leader, Minnesota Vikings, great scrambler. 
When I used to play down at the basketball courts, there was a little football field on the side. Whenever someone, you know, this is the late 70s, I was like nine years old. Tarkenton, it was famous, you know, the way he played. It was about almost 20 years he held that title. If you asked, you know, in 1980, 81, 82, 91, 92, who's got the most yards in the history of this game? Fran Tarkenton. Now, since then, since about 96 or so, there's been five people with Breeze being the fifth that took that title. So 20 years or so, one guy has it. And then in the next 20 or so years, five guys have it. It's about passing. It's about the era, which I think brings up an interesting point, which is which of these guys, if it's Andrew Luck, if it's Mahomes, how many times in the next 20 years is this record going to be broken? So to some degree, this is why I think football is not as statistically driven as baseball. These numbers mean such a different thing today. I mean, if you look at Terry Bradshaw's stats, it looks like he should not be a starter in the NFL. Forget the Super Bowls. But he was a high, high-quality quarterback, especially the second half of his career at the time. Joe Namath, if you look at his completion percentage, the game's changed. And Breeze in this generation have benefited from that. Do we really think Breeze is better than Dan Marino in his prime? I don't think so, but he has more yards. And eventually, in 10 years, there's going to be some talk show guy saying, hey, do we really think Mahomes is better than Drew Breeze? Everyone's going to say no, but Mahomes is going to have more yards. So let's give Breeze the kudos, but I think some of this is generational. And Jonas, you've got an interesting point about this very thing. Well, I also think that that just makes Emmett Smith's record, his rushing record, that much more unattainable with the NFL going to such a pass-based offense and it being so much surrounded about the quarterback and getting the ball downfield. I don't see anybody approaching Emmett Smith's record because I don't think they're going to get the touches. I, I mean, he's absolutely right. And some records are going to get harder. Some are going to get easier. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. After losing in overtime to the Houston Texans on Sunday night, Jerry Jones questioned the decision-making by Jason Garrett. He since has backtracked a little bit, but the talk is out there and the betting odds are out there, and Jason Garrett could be in trouble in Big D. Yeah, right now, and this is just an objective fact, Jason Garrett is the favorite to be the first NFL coach fired. The favorite right now. I think it's justified. If you talk to the guys that understand coaching or listen to them, Garrett's always been held in low regard. Fez, from a wise guy perspective, pro better perspective, where where have you had Garrett on your list? He's in the bottom half. The bottom half. And, and that might be generous, right? So... I think it's justified, but really this is a question, and Colin Cowherd has talked about this a lot. Jerry Jones is older. What is he, 75? Yeah, he's Everyone's in nodding. Yeah, They're he's nodding in on the radio. <laughs> well, we didn't, want to, we didn't want to call out his age like that, which is, which is code for well, we weren't, weren't quite he's sure. Not, he's, he's not an actress trying to get a role, like play, playing in high school when he's, when he's 28. I mean, come on. <laughs> To me, though, here's the question when you start to feel your mortality. 
You know, Bob Dylan, I'm a huge fan. He has a line. He says, your days are numbered, but so are mine. All of our days are numbered. But you start to feel that at a certain point more. Luckily, I haven't felt that yet. Fez, you're getting there. You feeling it? No. No. I'm taking the fish oil. Ignorance (laughs) ignorance is bliss, right? (laughs) He's only a few years older than me, but it's fun. Now, to me, when you reach those mid-70s, you never know. You could live another 15 years, could live another one. And the question is, when you feel that mortality, do you want to stay in the same situation and appreciate what you got? Or do you want to take a risk? And I think a lot of people in marriages with their partners will say at a certain point, they reach a certain age and they're not like the idea of dating seems like, ah, that sounds horrible. You know, the oldest guy in the bar or whatever, right? And the girls are worried and the women are worried about, you know, we all got our worries as you get older. And do you stay in a marriage? It's 50% good. Because there's 50% good there. Or do you say, hey, there's a clock ticking. I don't have much time left. I might as well live a full life. But what's the risk? The risk is you might be alone the rest of your life. So right now, what we know about Jerry Jones is he likes it his way. Does anyone doubt how good of a coach Jimmy Johnson was after two Super Bowls? But, hey, he didn't like Jerry Jones' way. Gone. Then another coach comes in and wins the Super Bowl. Ah, that's not working out either. Then you get, some might say, up until recently, the best coach of our time. I mean, 10 years ago, a lot of people thought Bill Parcells was the best NFL coach ever. By most accounts, top five, I would say. And he wasn't good enough. Gone. But then a guy, you know, let's give Garrett some credit. He obviously placates and pleases Jerry Jones. But is, is, is Garrett going to give you a Super Bowl? And to me, all evidence points against it. And, Fez, if, you had, if I said, let's make a bet, will the Cowboys win a Super Bowl in the next five years? And we put odds on it. And in scenario A, you know Jason Garrett's going to stay the coach for the five. And in scenario B, uh, Lincoln Riley's going to be the coach for the five. How much more optimistic are you about the Cowboys winning a Super Bowl with Lincoln Riley? Three times more likely. Three times. Wow. So that's off the cuff. That's a thought. But really what we're going to see from Jerry Jones is how much does he want comfort as he feels that clock ticking? And how much does he want a Super Bowl? Since we're talking about the future of of Jason Garrett here on Straight Out of Vegas, I do have a a question for you guys from a fan's perspective. We never take into account coaches when we make bets we just don't do it it's not how we work it's not you're how speaking, our minds you're think. speaking for the squares i'm speaking for the squares for the fans for the people that don't uh, make professional money and don't make the good money like you guys do but with you guys being professional how often do you look at coaching when you determine whether or not you're going to make a bet i think it matters if you're talking about optimism about a team over the long run or a given game if it's a given game i think it's very rarely you're thinking about the coaching You might be thinking about the scheme, but you're not thinking about the coach. And the reason being, it's built into how good the team is. Whatever effect the coach is going to have, what would the Patriots record be without Belichick? I don't know. I know how good they are with Belichick. But if we're saying, hey, so-and-so just hired, Team X just hired Coach Y, now that coach 
is going to be something different about that team. And that change is something that a really good coach can cause a lot of optimism. Fez, you agree with that? I do agree. The one exception, RJ, might be when I'm looking at a pick em type of situation, coaches like Garrett excel at losing those close games. <laughs> so so that's an interesting question. Are you are you actually are you actually thinking about that? Whereas so let's say there's a team that's uh, an underdog that's plus four. So it's a four point underdog. And the coach is a coach that you don't like. Is that something where you're going to be more inclined to take the four? Whereas if it's a coach you really do like, maybe you jump on the money line with the better payoff? Yes, because the coach I like will be aggressive and will play to win the game taking risks. Okay, but you're explaining why you like that coach. But you, but let me ask you one more time and see if you answer my question. Is will you specifically bet the money line more on a four-point underdog or so? And I'm using four as an example of, hey, it's a close game, but you could see them cover and lose a lot of games, but still cover, right? Lose it by one, two, three. Okay, you still cover. But if you have a superior coach, you're going to take, the action's going to be to take the money line more often. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. We were talking after the show. We're going to have to get like an overtime or something and tape these talks after the show yesterday. And we debated the following point. And I want the listeners to put the price in their mind. What would the odds be in the following scenario? If Notre Dame loses exactly one game the rest of the year, so they would finish the season with one loss, what are their odds of making the playoffs? If they win out, they're going to make the playoffs. If they lose two, they're not going to make the playoffs. What are the odds they're going to make the playoffs? And, Brad, you said... 15% at best. 15% at best. So we negotiated a little bit, and I think it's only fair that you offer me... I think it's absurdly low. I think you follow the green. That could be money. Ooh. It could be the Irish, but follow the green because whenever college football has a chance to give Notre Dame the benefit of the doubt, they do because it means more green. And that might not quite be the case it used to be a long, long time ago, but it certainly is the case. So what kind of odds will you, would you give me? And our standard bet here is 100 bucks that if there's one loss exactly for Notre Dame, that they make the playoffs? Four to one. Four to one. So yep. if I bet 100, you'll give me 400. Absolutely. Okay. Oh, wow. Oh. So the producers back in L.A. are with RJ. Now, no, they're just common sense. <laughs> Tweet me at RJ in Vegas if you agree with me. If you agree with Brad, I don't know if he has a Twitter. <laughs> now, real quick. <laughs> real quick. I love this one. So we don't do this often. But I, if you are not afraid, and, and listen, fear is healthy sometimes if you're in a bad spot. If you're not afraid, I'd like to up this. I'd like to risk 500 to win 2,000. Done. <laughs> All right. So, guys, you heard it. And we'll have a video. Yeah. Go. 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 We'll have a video of the payoff either way. Now, I'll tweet it if I win. And Brad on his little Twitter, by the way, at Brad Powers 7 P-O-W-E-R-S. 
you know, there's some people following. And if, if you think Brad is feeling, if you agree with him, follow him so he can feel a little better about his count. But <laughs> Brad, I'm following you, bro. Ken <laughs> Thompson says that. Fez, you follow him? Absolutely. Yeah, but you don't really look at his tweets, do you? Only when you tell me to. <laughs> <laughs> so, Fez, you are, I mean, some would say that, you know, again, I think it's clearly the best NFL batter in the world. But in my opinion, where you strive even more is in-game batting. ESPN, a couple years ago, sent a film crew out to film you on game day. Like a full, Michelle Steele was there. The, the whole crew watching you on the in-game batting with all the TVs, your apps, and you you were like Mozart playing a symphony <laughs> so fast. It was, I mean, unbelievable. But why are you so good at that beyond some manual dexterity? It's because you actually can instantly come up with a price on things better than anyone I've ever met. So one loss for Notre Dame. Do they make the playoffs or not? What's your price? One-third chance, plus 200. So the fact that I'm plus 400, yum, yum. I'm embarrassed to say I'd like a piece of that, too, if Brad wants to offer <laughs> well, How much? You want the same as RJ? You want 500? Oh, absolutely. 500 on. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> God, I want Notre Dame to lose again. Jonas, what, do you, Jonas, what do you think? I mean, if, if Notre Dame has one loss, do they get in? <sighs> I, if it's close, tie goes to Notre Dame. I, I agree. You, Follow the green. Yes, you, you have to. And, and that's got to be taken into account. The playoff committee knows that. And it's 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 about business as much as it is about qualified to get in based on your win-loss record. I think Notre Dame would get the tie the tiebreaker every time. And to me, you think about that Oklahoma loss because it's really – we know Notre Dame's probably going to get in over any one-loss team except if Alabama loses a game – before the the championship, and then they win the championship, they're in. All right. Now the idea that Georgia and Alabama's undefeated and Bama loses, maybe they're in because they're considered to be such a great team. But if Georgia loses, have we ever had a team that lost their conference final and made the playoffs? No. No. So what about Texas if they run the table, their only loss is their opener against Maryland. It's Texas football, and Notre Dame's loss will have come later against a subpar team. I think that one would be a close call, and I'm not sure. But remember, that one might be a 50-50. We're getting 4-1. to one. And all these scenarios might not even happen. Everyone might lose two games that we're talking about. So, Fez, that's an interesting question. How, how many teams, if I said I'll give you even money, on any team going undefeated, you know, any of the undefeated teams finishing the year undefeated, I bet you even money. Obviously, you'd say Bama. You'd want to say yes. Is there any other team you'd be anxious to bet yes? Clemson. Okay. And that's not so how good they are. That's a, Their schedule is pretty weak. Right. You agree with that, Brad? Absolutely. So now there's two spots left. And to me, you know, a one-loss Ohio State team, let's say they win out. Yeah, them in Notre Dame, that's going to be a tight one. I think Texas is a tight one. I don't think there's any. The idea that Georgia is going to lose its last game and have two SEC teams in a row make the, the, the playoffs when there's a Notre Dame team with one loss that lost earlier? No way. And then Washington, forget about it. Oklahoma, if they win out, forget about Oklahoma with one loss over Notre Dame. What would Absolutely you put? Absolutely in. 
right. Oklahoma would be in. That's but, the bet right there. Wh- what do you think? I seem to remember Army going to overtime against these guys. I yeah. doubt that everyone's going to forget that game. And everyone's sick of Oklahoma being in the fi- in the playoffs and not. You know, again, they performed okay last night, but they haven't even made the finals. And they've been in there what two times? Enough already. Notre Dame hasn't been in the playoffs yet. All right, here's my thing. LSU beats Alabama, Bama's only loss, all right? And Georgia loses in the SEC championship game to Bama by a field goal. Georgia's getting back in. All right, well, again, it'll be the first time we had uh, – it'll be two years in a row that the same conference gets two teams, and that's only happened – the first time was last year, and the team loses their last game and they get in? Ugh, I think that's too much SEC bias, especially with Notre Dame as the comparison in this hypothetical. But to recap, and we're going to give Jonas the quick last word, $500 to win 2000 Brad, I can win the 2000 He wins the 500 And it's only for his one loss. And he doubled it up with Fez. It's me and Fez against Brad. I mean, listen, I don't want Brad to feel bad, but... <laughs> A victim of the infamous Malachi Crunch. <laughs> Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns, and get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.